Yo. Rusty's Dead Rugged Edge Radio Broadcast. We were in the house of these individuals, and they were uh, they were telling us about spirits in their house and how they were they were engaged and even spoken to, pressured down. You know, sleep paralysis, but there's also what most are not talking about waking. I mean, it can happen when you're going down the hallway. So the daughter is being engaged, and the demons are shoving her down at night in the bed and trying to do that paralyzation thing you gotta get to her well the, the, the ultimate issue is sexual engagement ultimately uh, they want possession they want gateways see the dark side knows the laws of engagement what they need to do uh, to drive people into passivity to try to create the doorways and then try to cause a um, a willingness and a linking up where, uh, for individuals to open doors to what they're doing and so doing, then, uh, obviously, what's going to happen is uh, they're going to, uh, they're going to be just, uh, uh taken in and, uh, possessed and, and demonized. So, uh, even the wife, uh, the mother there was telling me, standing in the hallway, where she was literally pushed up against the wall, and the demon not only shoved her and she couldn't move, she heard it tell her to not resist. Silent. Now, all of this related back to where they once lived. They lived upstairs, downstairs, the Black Sun Cave, Alistair Crowley's group. Major, major rituals done down there in that place. Not only there, but it involved uh, rituals outside the back, which they observed. Now, the rituals done down below, we were told definitively, they were summoning demons and sending it up against those believers, those Christians, in the apartment above them. What do you believe about that? And how could you put down, if, if, if spells and, um, and rituals and hexes and the conjuring of a demon, the sending of a demon is real and it can occur, as in the Old Testament, as we see the biggest one in human history coming, Revelation 16, well, then what do you do? What do you do? Uh, well, the same thing, basically, as a believer, uh, when it comes to any level of spiritual warfare in, in your life. Do you know your authority? Are you aware? Are you alert? Is the armor of God on? Are you powered up um, with the astounding and victory and, um, and, uh, and, and reality and, and that you have in Jesus? So tonight on the Rocket Edge Radio broadcast, how to, um, well, you, you gotta discern it too, so how to discern and how then to um, come against and pray against and put down demons, whether, whatever kind of rituals, because there's so many. I don't even have time to list all of it. If we get into voodoo and voodoo and Kentucky and the saint of death in Mexico, 12 million, and, and South America, the doorways to the dark side and their driving humanity to open those doorways. Listen, it's beyond the uh, understanding of the majority of the world, and, was, uh, and even the body of Christ. That's the sad part that I want to touch on tonight, because if anybody should be at the cutting edge of discerning, understanding, and knowing the um, spiritual threats to humanity, and your kids, and your neighborhood, and even your church, it should be the body of Christ, should be the leaders that are at the cutting edge of all of this. Daniel is dead. Ten times better than the sorcerers and all the rest of them. Uh, it is a good. It all begins with that clear 
this relationship with God. You're not going to cave into anything around. You're not going to be assimilated. You know, the world, the flesh, the devil, nothing you're going to let, nothing is going to dumb you down. Well, in Daniel's commitment to that, then God opened the door through his willingness. And look what God did in bringing down the demon-worshipping king, the Babylonian demon. I mean, if you want to talk about manifestation of demonic presence in 56 temples and all that was going on with the adepts and Chaldeans and sorcerers and the rest there, well, what they were doing there and all of what you read in the Old Testament, Moabites and so forth and sacrifice and all the rest of that, um, is real, but, but is uh, a scratch compared to what's been going on behind the scenes, specifically in the last few years, and uh, what's going on right now. So, um, I will touch on the statistical side of all this a little bit anyway, because I think we need to. Let me go first here, Ragged Edge Radio Broadcast, glad to be with you tonight. We were broadcasting this a little bit earlier, and something went wrong, um, Something happened. Uh, some kind of glitch. And I, I, I'm not going to say it's... I'm not going to give the enemy credit. Uh, all I'm going to tell you is that half of that content, which I'm going to put down also and upload what we did already, and, and it's going to kind of uh, mirror this uh, because I'm redoing all of it. And that might be uh, because the Spirit of God had more things to emphasize. Rocket Edge Radio Broadcast, this is Russ Dizdow. Website behind all of this, ShatterTheDarkness.net. I will mention to you that if you want a hundred plus hours of lectures, teaching, stuff that would come right out of Bible school or or, or college, uh, biblical college, is www.spiritualwarfaretoday.com. Spiritualwarfaretoday.com, that's my site. Uh, That's where we put a lot of the content on spiritual warfare on. And uh, many other courses, training, ShowTheDarkness.net main site. Scroll down, left-hand side, free training courses. You can get through that way too. And it's important. If you want to really understand uh, your your relationship with God and the depth of God and how you've been designed to be the powerhouse, you've been designed to have victory over the world of flesh and devil, you've been designed to have the fullness. That's the great news. I can't wait to tell you this. Of that salvation, this great salvation, clothed with power from on high, Word of God, which has power and life in it, to be all of it to be yours and to promise yours. Your Savior, that's now dwelling in you if you're born again of the Spirit of God. Never leave you, never forsake you with you. And if you get into ministry the way Jesus wants you to, designed you to be, if you get, get boots on the ground as a, well, Mark 16 20 is all about that. That's what you will be able to experience. And uh, you know what I pray for? I pray the thousands of you are going to pray for. That we can influence and or maybe somehow recruit and somehow make sure that we identify 10 million fearless, fierce, powerful believers. That are just like Philip. In Acts chapter 8. That's what I love. I love uh, looking at that second generation non-apostle. Here's a disciple. And then the way he was trained up, what he saw around him, look at him, man, look at him go. Look what he did to an entire city and the people in that city. You want to see some devastation to the dark side? If I can tell you the best way to put down darkness, well, I'll give you an example of Philip. And uh, what occurs there? Because um, 
It's vital that the body of Christ and leaders understand. Satan is as real as God. Demons are as real as angels. The powers of Satan are as real as God's powers of workings. They're both absolutely real. One is infinite from infinite, love, God's love, God's salvation, truth. One is deception and finite and incorruptible and, and used for deception and destruction. So let's let's be extremely biblical about all of this, if that's what you want to say. It's not biblical for believers to be 20 years as a believer, light level spoon fed stuff on Sundays, no prayer, not even for the lost on a Sunday, not even for the mission of God. You understand how lost and off track much of the church is? How do you how do you find biblical um, Christianity and what the body is all about? Take a look. Acts four, Acts six, and Acts eight. You're gonna see it there. And uh, I, I want to tell every believer worldwide. First of all, I love you. Nobody loves you more than God Himself. Nobody desires you more than God himself, and nobody um, knows you better, gives you new life, future life, and eternal life, like God in Christ. Now we know that. Let's rejoice. Today is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, amen? So we can do that. Every day, Christ in you, every day, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 down, take a look at it, is divine power. Has given to you permanently, perfect in the Greek, has given to you in the permanent sense that power, everything you need for the Christian life and for godliness, uh, devotedness to God. So I want you to know again, Ephesians says, you know, 2 I want you to know again that you've been designed in Jesus, um, well, that He came to give life and life more abundantly, right? And that there is a joy of the world that we serve in. And that is astounding. So I'm going to say again that believers in Jesus should be the most supernatural people on the planet. Gatherings in the church should be the most supernatural place to gather. Where God would be all over it. I, uh, I cannot tell you the disdain I have at times. On, on Sundays, gatherings in places. Where there's just simply no... Not even a, a clear recognition of the immediacy of the living presence of God in Christ. Well, it's all, sometimes it's always like God's relation on the planet. And um, you look at Acts 4, 6, and 8, um, you're going to see that's the picture. You look at Mark 16, 20, and Jesus, uh, listen, he's alive. And if, he, if you're born again in the Spirit of God, he's in you, he's alive. And his, his promise in the Great Commission, I'll be with you always to the end of the age. So this is what we must know. This is what we must be a part of. This is what, uh, this, is the, uh, this is the excitement I have for you to let you know that this is what uh, God has designed you for. Quick um, update, we're going to be down in Ballground, Georgia in just uh, days. And uh, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, you can still get uh, registration. Website, sharethedarkness.net. Scroll down a little bit to the right. It'll tell you about the conference. It'll tell you to click on their website. I hope you can come. We hear people from um, Canada and around other places are coming. 
when we are Geneva, there's folks who came from England and Netherlands and Holland and Germany and Budapest, Hungary and uh, Bulgaria and on and on, France and so forth. Even a dear sister in Christ flew from Los Angeles, California, all the way to Geneva to be at the conference and to get prayer. And she got prayer. And it seemed like the Lord ministered to her. And uh, we pray. And if you're listening tonight, just bless you. May God. Remember uh, Philippians, uh, Philippians 1 6. Burn that in your heart. Tonight, how to pray against hexes and spells and, uh, well, anything that involves demons and summoning sin. And maybe it, it doesn't even take them to do things. I mean, Ephesians 6, 10 on down, your struggle is not against flesh and blood. The reason to lift up the shield of faith to stop, to extinguish, to put out. Flaming darts and poisonous. Uh, you know what that is? That's, that's demons that are seeing involuntary thoughts and feelings coming towards you and them trying to influence you contrary to the word of God, contrary to the character of God, contrary to the, to the very uh, purposes of God. As you know. So they're trying to, if you can discern that, well, if you have the honor of God and know how to have the manifest power presence of God there. Well then you're you're a you're you're a victor. You're one of those bold as a lion. Let the wicked fight, my friend. Um, you and I, uh, I don't care how dark, how demonized, how I don't care if the Antichrist is uh, down the road. You're uh, victory. You can see it even in uh, Revelation uh, 12, 11. You understand? Who dwells in you? Who's upon you? Who's with you? Who's uh, guarding and guiding? Psalm 91. So let's, every single believer, number one, uh, repent of and uh, just stand up and say, I reject all the fear concerning the demonic side and all that dark side stuff. I reject the, um, the little bit of discipleship. Listen, what, what I mean by that is, if all you've been fed is just little bit, little bit of pieces of scripture and basis, for 20 years, you've been neglecting the dereliction of duty among leaders. Sometimes there are leaders, and I've seen this by my experience 40 years on the ground in full-time ministry. There are many leaders that are not themselves. There's very many so-called leaders that aren't soul winners, aren't prayer warriors. They don't know how to do deliverance. They don't even understand how God brings healing. How do you do anything? How do you unleash anything? As John the Baptist one time said, a man only has what he has received from God. The truth is, you can only you can only pour out what you have, what you receive. The good news is that uh, coming to uh, and yielding uh, at the feet of Jesus, uh, this massive uh, heaven's university, Spirit of God to open up all the Word of God, you to step out in faith on all that Word of God, and in doing so, everything God said He is what and will do will be uh, experienced in so when I say biblical Christianity, that's experiential Christianity. That's Book of Acts. What you see in Acts 4, and 6, and 8, and onward, is a part of all this. God is a God of earthquakes and angels and power and signs and wonders. And, and um, on the one hand, you reject the, the counterfeit or rebuke it and, and command it away because Satan's coming in the counterfeit. It's real counterfeit. It's real stuff, but it's not of God. The best way to discern that is living in the Word, in Jesus, in His Word, by the Spirit of God. 
If anybody has a spirit world guiding you, directing you, and giving you insight, that's the belief. God the Holy Spirit. Illuminating, teaching, guiding, reminding, uh, and everything. So you and I are to be at the cutting edge. Daniel in his day was ten times better than the sorcerers and all those, you know, um, the, the ones that knew the underworld the most. In a city with 56 temples of demons and sacrifice and a king that worshipped a demon god. So look at Philip as he launches. I mean, as he launches in the dark, demonized, demon-possessed, demon-controlled city. So, it's one thing, you know, you, you know what, and exposing everything is to give a sense of, um, what we're supposed to do, and they know that side, and expose it, and that Greek word for exposure means to do with evidence, to do with definitive evidence. It's not about innuendo, it's not about fake news, it's not about manufacturing. What's really there? Because what's really there is what happens. And um, the, the, the other side of that story is that the believers outraged about it, stand up. And, and I want to say this, that real believers taught biblically, equipped biblically to become like David. If God is on the field, doing what he's doing, sure is a threat. Um, was that nation he was a part of demonized and humans child sacrifice and all the rest of it? Yes. Was it a, an abomination? Was it a... Yes. Were they standing there in arrogance against the people of God? Yes. And was, uh, was Goliath most likely Nephilim or hybrid or, you know, whatever you want to look at, we have this massive uh, manifestation of demonic uh, empowerment and militaristic uh, conquest. And what is David He's outraged by it. He goes out of the field to do it. He runs towards it, not away. See, there's a lot of believers that uh, see no evil, hear no evil, close their eyes, turn the other way, all that kind of stuff. Repent of that. That is not of God. That's hiding your talents. Go, go read the parable of the talents. That's not what you want to do. I love you. I'm helping you out today. You do not want to hide the talents. Uh, all that God gives us, all that God embeds in us, all that God will continue to build us in, you become stronger, more powerful, more competent, more confident, more able, more fruit-bearing, to where, as in the book of Acts, all spiritual believers would not back down from anything. They're a mission to get as many people saved as possible. Pray for the healing. Cast out demons. And see the powers of God. And pray like they did in Acts 4. If your church is not praying the way they did in Acts 4, pastors, if your church is not praying that way, it's evidence possibly of your not believing the depths of the power of the grace of the It might be evidence that uh, there's a great grieving in the Spirit of God. He's the Spirit of prayer supplication. And, uh, so many times in the book of Acts we see that the moment prayers begin, the effects and answers are demonstrated in your face right then. Why are there no answers right in the sanctuary? Because um, we're treating God as if he's a thousand miles away. When two or three gather together in my name, there am I in the midst. Can you do that? As you are called, and called to come boldly before the throne of grace. 
down into. So I'm telling you that if Christianity in your life is not, you know, they're not personally becoming the most, one of those, I'm going to say good, biblically supernatural, powerful individuals, well, you need to. And if you're a local church, if God is not all over that church, then something's wrong with, it's not, listen, it's not on God's, there's not a problem on God's side of the faces, folks. We're the ones that can quench the Spirit of God first. Thessalonians 5. We can grieve the Spirit of God. Look at that Ephesians 6. That's the only one of Israel. We read that in the Old Testament. None of Salvation is so powerful. It is the living God. It is the living Christ. It is bedding. It is dwelling. It is power. It is life. Clothed with power from on high. So, as I talk to you about the power of God, the grace of God, the might of God, the signs and wonders, the charismatic giftings, and all of that in the context of the Lordship and living and inseparable immediacy of the living God, Jesus Christ, right here, right now, as you're listening, right in you, right with you, he hasn't left you, he hasn't gone anywhere, you read Philippians 1, 6, mail that to your heart and your spirit and experience the reality. So believers can get out and be definitive. Stronger, listen, you can't do without Doubters don't receive anything, James. Why? Those who believe um, in long childish faith, uh, Hebrews uh, um, 11, 6, right? Isn't that, isn't that it? Tonight, as we talk about how do you do this, uh, I'm just going to mention quickly uh, over 40 years of engaging that other side. No, I mean, as a believer, you're going to engage spiritual warfare. So, um, just all the biblical stuff. Why did God look to give you authority over all the power of the enemy? Why? And, and what do you do? I mean, how do you use that? Um, commanded to put on the full armor of God so the manifested power, might, and strength of God would be in you and manifesting through you so that you would have victory over the day the devil comes to bring his worst. And so we're told in 1 Peter 5 that your enemy, the devil, is probably he wants to devour believers. Well, we're told by the Spirit of God to be alert, sober minded, stand in faith. So. You got, we got categories. Believers can be ignorant of all this and be constantly defeated. Um, believers can know some of this, but be, you know, they, they willfully uh, grieve the spirit, giving the sin stuff, giving the flesh or whatever else, and, uh, and they're crippled spiritually. Now, the enemy wants to do that. And the enemy wants to run circles around the believer. If the believer's ignorant, that's going to happen. Paul says, clearly, we should be able to say, we confidently are not ignorant, willfully ignorant, of the devil's weapons and schemes. Because that's what he is. A lying schemer. Now, you know, I have done this for years and years and years, telling you clearly that over uh, all about 10 years now, probably uh, a couple thousand MP3s that are out there, half of which are all training and Bible-oriented, you know, Bible school-oriented materials, and we're going to do more and more and more. Now, Bottom line, under the Lordship of Christ, wherever you are, in all of the world, it's all the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever, but whether you're in Budapest or in Bulgaria or the Netherlands or in Spain or wherever you're at, uh, you've got to know that every single truth and promise and instruction from the Word of God is 
must present yourself and yield yourself and recognize the deficiencies maybe. See, some believers believe they're, they're normal Christians because for 20 years they've been fed ABCs on They don't know the rest of the biblical spiritual alphabet that all the rest of the New Testament teaches. And that's, that's, that's sad, and uh, that is a problem, definitely is, uh, because it does not make them the powerhouse God intended. So I'm going to tell you again, uh, our salvation is power, and the power of, you know, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, it is the power of God as a salvation. Power comes into us, the Spirit of God comes, and sin nature's broken, sin chains broken, hell's broken, death's broken, life is in us, Christ is in us, and we're going to be clothed with the power of the heart. That's the will of God. So it's for every believer to be filled, and uh, to be filled with power. One time in the Old Testament, one time said, I am filled with power with the Spirit of the Lord. Now the book of Acts, all the spiritual, all, all the spirit-filled individuals you'll see them active, preaching the ground, moving forward, getting stronger, and uh, in the context of perseverance, and or the context of demonized and possessed demons manifesting through people, they triumph over them. And God was uh, working in the midst of all that. So it's vital for us to understand 